professional execution that's a that's a good one um, i feel like that's like a thing in vatican city <laughs> <laughs> maybe in the olden days now you know actually no, yes in the no. romans they go hard in the they, bible yeah, you they did that go thing? hard on the execution yeah they crucified in Jesus Christ himself. you're listening to the five beers at karaoke podcast cheers mild minds concert on i think friday oh who's mild minds i haven't heard of them oh my god you have to listen to them they're so good or him um (laughs) he's basically like um it's electronic music but it's like ambient electronic music i would say no (laughs) not like (laughs) elevator music like ambient no okay not like elevator like chill like it's very chill oh okay like mild you can, minds. yeah mild minds it's like you can listen to it like while you're sitting and stuff like it's very like nice <laughs> okay nice to the average listener mm, I'll have that's to look not into up. electronic music but i compl- okay so the venue was in echo park and i mean not echo park um, in silver lake and i compl- like i don't really go to silver lake and i forgot like how hipster silver lake is yeah it's a vibe (laughs) the venue like we were uh getting drinks and like there wasn't anything good on the like menu drink menu or like where you the bar the bar i don't know why i'm thinking the bar i mean what's the difference between hipster bars and normal bars bro there's only like hard kombucha hard tea hard lemonade no i don't don't want that (laughs) i want like a freaking margarita bro well, you can tell them, like, can I have a kombucha lemon margarita? And then maybe they'll understand. They didn't have any cups. They oh, didn't have bottles? a blender. Yeah, it's all, like, can. Oh. Like, they didn't have blenders or cups. So, um, you can only get their, like, hard kombucha and IPAs and, like... Oh, just, like, beers. Yeah, that's all there was. So I was like, uh, I just want a rum and... I just want... I just want, like, something that I would normally get. Like, a rum and coke. Or, like, <laughs> a margarita or like gosh a, a shot or I don't know not a concert but like generally like stuff like that so mm. I decided to get a I took a wild wild card and I was like oh can I have a white Russian I uh, I don't know what a white Russian was I don't know what that is either it is, it's not good I could tell you that it's definitely not good it's vodka like cream and like coffee liqueur like it's not good oh it was, that it was really yeah it was really bad and then it freaking spilled on the stage because <laughs> mm. we were literally standing on the like next to the stage and then it spilled great the <laughs> and then a little, yeah. a little souvenir for the guy so that's fine bro no because i don't know like the, <laughs> because um i don't know how it fell. i think somebody like knocked it because it was like sitting and then yeah that was my whole silver like experience i completely forgot that it was like super hipster and i do not <laughs> want a hard kombucha no i do not want that uh, it's not that bad i i like them oh i like kombucha though if you don't like kombucha then okay that's maybe not it yeah i'm not a kombucha <laughs> i'm not a dt dave a fan kombucha girl you're not about the gut health and the probiotics no, no. i the just bacteria. let that thing, i just let that ibs take care of that <laughs> Wonderful. but uh but the concert was good the concert was definitely yeah. 10 out of 10 yeah that's good i'm glad it was at least a good music experience 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't really go. I mean, I didn't go for the drinks, obviously. I went for the yeah. concert, but yeah. still, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> You're chilling. <laughs> That's my complaint of the week. Wow. <laughs> how, how First world week? problems, guys. First world problems. What should I complain <laughs> about next? I don't like my new job. Wow. <laughs> I don't like my... <laughs> Like, I don't like where I live. Yeah. I don't like my well, so ungrateful. <laughs> How was your life? How was your experience? How was yeah. Bumble BFF experience? Oh <laughs> so uh yeah, I, I went on my first Bumble BFF uh, meetup and BFF. what was really it's funny, yeah, it's like a friend date, you know. Who would have yeah. thought? It's very odd, like having the app itself is very odd because like obviously you're looking I, I like looking at profiles I just find the joy in that I love making my own profile I just think it's like fun but then like having to like swipe through like people that I would potentially think I could be friends with it's like I feel like it's a little bit it makes me feel bad because I'm like oh this person might be a yeah, good friend but I don't know I don't think they'll vibe yeah you're like judging them basically yeah yeah and yeah there's it's like also overwhelming because I feel like there's a lot of opportunity to make friends there's just a lot of different variety where I live and then like there's a lot of people to, to talk to like to message I was like oh my gosh this is too much like I already don't like text you or like any of my other friends every day how much more <laughs> strangers like this is a lot of brain energy so I, I have my profile on pause now I don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna delete it after I'm done talking with the people I'm talking to but anyways yeah I, I had a huh you're done yeah, I'm, I can't. I literally can't. I don't I don't have the time for this. I'm like, okay, the more people I meet and what if I do like them as friends and then I'm going to have to talk to them. I'm going to have to message them or like find plans. It's like I barely have enough time for my friends as it is or myself. I don't want to have to like share that too much. So <laughs> if there's not like a few people that I can vibe with, then that's good enough for me. I don't need a lot of friends. Like I don't think I can handle that. That's too much for me as an introvert. That's a little too much energy being spread then. So, but anyways... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, we've talked about this a long time ago. I feel like I'm an amnivert, or at least I act extroverted at times, but true self, I know I'm introvert. Like I get, my energy gets drained when I'm around people for too long. So clearly. How many, how many uh, friends did you make or how many potential friends did you meet? I went on a group, Bumble BFF meetup, funnily enough. <laughs> so there's like, I met three of them and we all seem like to vibe we all have like something in common and we're pretty like local around each other. So we've been planning like hangouts and stuff. I missed their last one, but I'm supposed to see them again this weekend. So that's been going fine. I only saw them one time, but yeah, it's just funny. Cause like, we're all, <laughs> we're all kind of like similar in the sense, like we all just like got a new job or like, you know, just like in the swing of things, but then I feel like there's not that many people like our age in the area we live in. So it's like, or some of them are like, like the they move there. yeah, living with the retirees and the freaking toddlers. <laughs> That's what I say all the time, but yeah, so it's chill. So I'm I'm supposed to see them again, and then I'm supposed to see meet someone tomorrow. We're getting dinner. Yeah, it sounds like a whole ass date, huh? It is a date. It's like a friend date. Yeah, it's a friend date. It's a friend date. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm or meeting. A, uh-huh. Is it even a date? Like that's what you do with your friends. Yeah, I mean, you go on dates. Yeah, that's true. What is the real definition of date? I'm not sure. I don't know. But I think yeah, we go on dates Every, with each other. Everything is a date. <laughs> Everything is a date. <laughs> Everything. You want to meet up? It's a date. <laughs> <laughs> it's a date. Yeah, yeah. Set the date. See? Everything's a date. Uh, I guess, yeah. Everything is People a date. People do be saying that. Yeah. Just start saying yeah. it to everyone. Everyone you meet. Oh, so it's a date. Uh, and everyone's like, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> people get triggered that's where you can tell if people are like can get triggered by that type of stuff if it hits a chord just start mm-hmm. like you have to immediately laugh if you start doing that like oh, wait <laughs> <laughs> unless, have, unless you have like an awkward pause <laughs> i should try to with my co-workers <laughs> no there's this uh one guy that i know like he if you um invite him to something he'll want you to okay no if he invites you to something he wants to invite immediately back so like for example if i say oh yeah you could come over to my house at any time no if you say you i could come over to your house at any time then Mm -hmm. the other then the other okay bro i'm like i'm like so confused (laughs) it sounds like your mind is scrambled i don't understand okay (laughs) basically like if you invite me to your house one time, mm. then I would immediately need to invite you to my house. Like that's how he is. Like it's any like oh. it's so weird. So he gets offended if you don't. Yeah, but it's like immediately. Like you don't even have like time to like say another sentence. He's like, okay, invite me now. <laughs> like it's so weird. That is weird. And he's not, like, and what he's if not I even... don't want you in my house? <laughs> i mean yeah i guess you could come over but like it's like weird because like you wouldn't expect that like so immediate like you know it's like yeah odd. and it's not even it's not, it's not even sarcastic it's like it's like for reals that's weird it's like okay sure you can be open at having people at your house but if you don't have people at your house that's you don't have to give that back to him he shouldn't have to he shouldn't expect that <laughs> just because he's opening know, his man. home to you that you should open his home to him i don't think that's the standard no that's weird i don't know it's really weird like i've never seen anybody else do that like that's the first time i've ever oh my gosh Mm. you know what for your non i know you're on a venture for a non-alcoholic drink i literally saw uh advertising at man ad for like non-alcoholic sangria i was like oh i didn't even know they made that Mm. they're starting to pop up a lot randomly like i tried another brand outside of a market of like you know faux drinks and it was like they had like margarita drinks i've never heard (laughs) full alcohol drink you know what i'm saying you know non-alcoholic but tastes like the cocktail it's pretty much just like a juice if you think about it yeah it is a juice you know they advertise it in that way to like simulate like they had like a fake grape um paloma that a fake like margarita lime and some other flavors but the one i've been intrigued to trying is called gia uh i saw it on a shark tank but she's just recreating like cocktails in like Europe and Italy specifically. I'm not exactly familiar with the names of them, but the flavors and the look of it, the aesthetics, it looks delicious. <laughs> and apparently, like her Getting sales sucked have, into like, the aesthetics, not all about yeah, packaging. But the, sales, the sales be booming, and I like her concept. Everything's like natural. <laughs> so <laughs> the only problem is that I know for sure they sell at Irwan, and there's no Irwan near me. But I was like looking at at other markets nearby and they're they're in like specialty wine places so i probably can uh, find it somewhere but i gotta go into like a specialty small shop so that'll be an adventure but i think i want to try it out i want to try it yeah i know like can um, can is like a little different though that's why bella hadid it's like mm-hmm. uh it i think it has like mushrooms in it or something like that the adaptogens oh Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. it's like a little different but honestly i'm not buying that that's probably expensive probably and i'm sure it doesn't taste good like a hundred percent it does not taste good probably nasty yeah i i saw you sent me the post about Erwan having freaking merch 
that was <laughs> and i'm sure i don't know what the pricings are but i'm pretty sure it's probably 80 dollars a pop bro i'm dead that's so funny okay for anyone listening literally everyone is starting to sell like i don't know if they have but they're literally selling like sweatshirts and sweatpants and like a freaking duffel bag that says heroin on it i believe so funny bro i'm sure they would do that i'm sure imagine imagine just wearing like a ralph's sweater or like an albertson (laughs) sweater like that's so funny no i rep stater bros i will wear stater. no you know what i would wear i would wear a costco okay costco's like costco's hard though like that's like drip like have you like yeah it's like kind of cool. Like I would buy it. Yeah, it's kind of streetwear. Like I feel like you wear that when you want to yeah. be like hella cool. But yeah, like they made it in a way that's like kind of like cool. But like the Erwan one and like bro, like it just looks like something from Aeropostle and they put Erwan on it. Yeah, it just looks like discussing uh mass production with the cheapest yeah. uh choices Basically. possible. But it's just like imagine wearing like wands on your freaking sweatshirt. Like that's so. <laughs> It's like, so going on a grocery run. I guess I gotta wear my Air One set today since I'm going there. And also, <laughs> also, where are you gonna wear that? Because it's like kind of like I feel like it's embarrassing. It's for the supermarket. That's where you wear it too. That's embarrassing. You're literally <laughs> gonna wear your freaking Air One merch in Air One. Like that. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of embarrassing. You know. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. <laughs> that's so dumb. I was literally laughing so hard when I saw that. Yeah. I completely forgot <laughs> I sent you that. No, yeah. I remember. That's like, wow. <laughs> they really made it in the world, I guess. That's Honestly, crazy. Honestly, the Vaughn strip? Yeah. If they made it hard, maybe. Maybe I'd buy it. Mm. That'll be a hard pass for me. Maybe Trader Joe's. Bro, have you, have you seen the Costco one, though? The Costco one goes hard. It's just simple. It's simple and hard. Like, <laughs> goes hard. Yeah. Starting your first career. Yeah, look at us adulting and yeah. Look at us being miserable at our first (laughs) (laughs) working underneath a system that (laughs) provides us no joy. (laughs) 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 We're giving people the what they want, the truth. No one tells you the truth. Yeah, honestly, my first job it, it got me it got me uh it got me to therapy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so be excited <laughs> for your first job. Be excited, yeah. But, so how was your experience? Well, just to like preface this, we're talking about like kind of like corporate type of jobs. Like we're not talking about like like uh independent or like yeah independent contract or creative yeah we're talking yeah we're talking about like solely like nine to five type of yeah i'm I'm technically not nine to five but yeah like working under like like, yeah yeah that's what we're talking about but basically um yeah getting your first career it's exciting it's depressing (laughs) it's real it's all the feelings yeah but um i would say well i don't know for me this is my this is my personal problem though like every time like for a while every time like I started a really big thing in my life I would get extremely depressed so that was the time when I got my first career so I uh, of course would get extremely depressed but that was like on my own issues but that added to like situationally but um I mean my first real career 
or job the I I like I said I was very like depressed at it and it wasn't so what, much what's your job. background give us oh, a my, little bit of context <laughs> if you're comfortable my background is I went to university and I was like oh let me pick a major oh let me do nursing oh no it's too scary I don't like it <laughs> and then I was like okay what's the next best thing okay let me just pick finance that's that's basically my background mm. <laughs> so yeah Huh? Depressed, depressed finance bro is what, is what it is. <laughs> depressed finance bro. Um, I mean, you make money, but is yeah. it is it all about money? <laughs> Sometimes right? you wonder. Sometimes you wonder. Right. You're like, was it really? Is it worth all the money? And the and, and the short answer is no. But I mean, I guess it depends who you are. But yeah, yeah that's my background. But basically, my first job. First of all, getting your first job is quite difficult because nobody mm. wants to hire you in general. Someone because you've experienced, yeah. Yeah, because you generally have like little to no experience in whatever you're doing, whatever type of job you're doing. Yeah. So you have to go through that like consistent rejection process. And I mean, if the economy is good, then like it's a little easier, but generally like it is definitely like difficult to get your job, your first job in general yeah but um yeah then I got my first job and it was in I mean the job itself I liked because it was first of all it was online which I really like I know a lot of people don't like that but I really I feel like a lot of people love that nowadays everyone wants to work at home online it depends like because I know like a lot of people are just like it's either or like they really love online or they really like just like to work in in the office office. or in the or in like wherever they work and yeah in person but I mean I really like online in general like everything I do all my hobbies and everything is basically like online so but I mean the job itself it wasn't bad it's just like Mm -hmm. dealing with like mental health and like dealing I didn't know like how to like deal with all that stuff and like dealing with my first like yeah, and then on top of that, having a new job where I have to learn all these new skills was also adding to that. So, but the yeah. job itself, I I did like, but it was just like, it was like a lot for me in the beginning with that whole process and just being extremely depressed every time something really big came into my life. So that didn't help at all. But um, that was, that's my experience about getting my first job. <laughs> Damn. So what I got from that is like, get ready, y'all, because you're gonna your mental health is gonna go uh, through a a whole experience. I think but you will my... make money. <laughs> but you'll have money. It's not all worth it. No, I think <laughs> mine is just a little bit. I don't know how like how unique my like experience is. I'm sure it's not that mm-hmm. unique, but um, yeah, it wasn't so much the first job that I got it was like already I was dealing with stuff that my brain naturally gave me so um it didn't help with the first job not to scare anyone with their first job like if you really love what you're doing uh but that's also like contradictory because like it's a job so I don't know honestly I don't know (laughs) I can can relate with you yeah like definitely good luck (laughs) because like I feel like um kind of saying they went to college ended up doing nursing so 
And then I graduated during COVID time. So that was a wonderful time. and started working in an intensive care unit during COVID. But I can totally relate with you with how like my my mental health like problems like showed up in the work I was doing because I felt like, <laughs> yeah, like certain things like I just felt like um, I definitely would have made the process easier had I of working if I had dealt with that stuff on my own time. But it all just came to surface in the like stressful situations I was in and stuff. So that was like a big eye opener. Um, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, finding the job in the first place was like a little bit difficult. I feel like I went through a couple, like a lot of rejections and like also, also like, I feel like when you have options too, that's pretty stressful when you're trying to determine like, which is the right one I should take for myself for the first time. So that is scary, but overall, I think it's nice that I have the money, <laughs> but yeah, I have the same mindset. I'm like, is it really worth it? Like with the work I'm doing, like, it's just like, it's hella stressful, but I think I'm like, okay with it now. At least I have like, I like that. I only work three days in a week. So that's nice. I get, I can get like a week. Like I have a week off this week because of how the schedule scheduled. So that's nice. But um, I think other than like the mental health baggage I had to go through, I feel like I enjoyed having my first career because it, it led me to like, being able to support myself independently and move out of my mom's house and then kind of start the life that I'd want for myself. So that's been awesome. That's the one thing I think you could look forward to. Mm-hmm. Hopefully once you start a career that can sustain the lifestyle that you want. But um, I think, yeah, yeah, that was I think a big thing. You, I, I know like, yeah, you get these op- like other opportunities like with your first job, like moving out of your parents' house and like getting your own money and buying your own car and like stuff like that. But I think like and then the other thing is like you there's like this kind of stigma like when you get your first job you kind of already know like oh that's what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life but I feel like for me especially like (laughs) feeling that things are so permanent because like when I had when I did get my first job I felt like oh this is permanent like I'm gonna have this job forever and I'm gonna like work 60 years of it and then I'm gonna die <laughs> so you can already tell that didn't uh that didn't help at all but you like there's a lot of the things like you kind of have to like learn like with the first job like first of all it's not permanent they will literally fire you the second they don't need you so remember that that's the one thing that you yeah, I'm like love. the opposite <laughs> I've heard with me they'll only fire you if you're really a shit nurse but the hospitals will need you. That's the one, at least yeah. outside of that, it's that type like, of healthcare work. <laughs> yeah, it really, I guess it like depends like what your position is. I think like if you're a corporate worker or like even if you work yeah. in a creative field or as independent, like as soon as they don't need you or they don't have the funds, they will literally get rid of you. No matter if you really enjoy your relationship with your manager or if you really like connect with everyone once that company doesn't need you they will literally let you go like they do not care and mm-hmm. so yeah like don't be loyal to the company like yeah don't... do not be loyal to <laughs> hey hey employee that is uh, i'm working with uh that's <laughs> that's not me that's just somebody else's opinion um <laughs> you know not but... speaking from experience but <laughs> <laughs> no definitely not <laughs> um yeah my last name's not anywhere literally you cannot find me anyways um <laughs> But yeah, do not be, you shouldn't, 
think about loyalty with a company like just literally look out for yourself like your co-workers can be your friend to an extent your manager could be a friend to extent but in the end it's literally you have to look out for yourself because these companies mm-hmm. they're corporations like tell me any yeah. corporation that has done anything good for the earth or people or society literally none so I just <laughs> I obviously hate corporations but uh I mean it's true like what I'm saying isn't a lie like mm-hmm. if you take a step back and look at that like it's all true which sucks mm-hmm. because that just makes you more depressed but yeah. <laughs> it just adds oh, to it's a lot of trust issues coming out here guys don't trust the system don't trust the job <laughs> leave them when you can before they leave you so, <laughs> yeah this is this is not about your person this is a therapy session <laughs> but um no i think that's valid yeah. yeah and then I think the other thing is like the like I was saying the stigma that you already know that what you're doing is what you're gonna do for the rest of your life which is definitely not true I think that was a stigma that I thought also about the permanency of the field that I'm in like you can basically switch to a different career anytime obviously it's gonna take like time and like skill set and in the end you kind of have to find like what you're gonna be happiest doing whether that's something easier or something harder or something there you need to find like what truly makes you happy because you're gonna be doing you're gonna you're gonna be living on this freaking earth for like 80 years so you have to find something that's like something that makes you want to get up in the morning and like live and like go do that for money or whatever so you need to find that that's one thing Mm-hmm. um i would say like the <laughs> i don't know if you had to add to that I feel like I'm oh not... yeah yeah i i was sorry i thought you were on a roll you just wanted to keep saying more but yeah i wanted to add on to that for sure like i think definitely like it, it is your first career and you want to gain that experience but definitely don't think that this will be your only and solely your only career like you, you can always change to anything else i feel like there's like a statistic that people change careers like five to ten times in their lifetime I feel like that's a really high number I said there, but there's a statistic people change careers. So you can be that person. It's totally possible. And don't be like, I feel like also um, within my career, I feel like there's a lot of nurses leaving the bedside. That's like a term being thrown around in the news and everywhere. But I think like, sure, you paid like so much energy to like educate yourself for a certain career path. Like it feels kind of bad to like kind of leave it in the dust. But I think it's if you know, like it's not for you, then don't feel bad. You have so many years to like find something that you want to do. And if you know this isn't it, then go find what you want to do like don't feel like you're tied down just because you invested a part of your life there that was just a previous part you know you can move on and do something else so that's definitely a thought to keep in mind and then yeah like I agree with you like I feel like you shouldn't be loyal to whatever company you work for they're not going to think of you you're just a person in the system so definitely like move while you can like well not only to like gain like pay increase but also just to like gain that experience and do it like for yourself too just don't be feel like you need to be loyal to a certain company just because you have been there for so long or whatever i feel like that's uh, not important yeah you um, literally then, have a you literally have an id number so you're basically a number yeah you're just so. a number you're just a little, yeah a little little ant working for the freaking ceo yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah so like yeah don't don't feel so loyal to these big ass companies that and then i think a lot of times starting a new career you'll feel like an imposter if you kind of touch on that at the beginning like we just felt like you know I don't know it's just a part of like that mental like barrier too it's just thinking like oh I'm not good for this job it was just like so much new things I'm learning but like having gone through all that whole situation I'm just give it time you'll get through it it feels like shit now but like 
people have been there before you'll get through it and it'll be fine just uh, tell yourself that you deserve to be there and that you are capable and that your performance now doesn't determine like your worth as a person um yeah in the end yeah. it's just it's just a job like it's not it's that serious yeah exactly you can just well, do it to pay the bills <laughs> yeah basically and then i saw this other like type of stigma i saw it on tiktok some this girl was talking about it but she was saying like she literally had she was only sticking with that job because it gave her status of a person more value like when she mm-hmm. went to like family reunions or she was talking to her friends mm-hmm. she could say like oh i'm i'm this i'm like i'm a nurse yeah. or i'm like uh, a lawyer like a whatever she was yeah. but it just gave her status but in reality she wasn't happy doing it at all and then she i think i think she uh went into like retail or something and she was like much happier doing that and then like i mean you should like in the end like once you realize it's not that serious and literally like everyone has their own problems they're not like worried about like your status in like the world like it doesn't really matter like if you're a retail worker or like a doctor or a lawyer like as long as that makes you in the end you're like everyone is trying to find happiness so that I think that's like what you should focus on honestly mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure but and also like I feel like also even if your job isn't your like true passion like it's it's always hard to find like a job that you totally love and are passionate about and if you can't necessarily find that that's okay like as long as you can find that balance where your job is tolerable and you have the time to like focus on the stuff that you know that you're passionate about I think that's also a good thing too if um yeah I feel like that it's just a hard pressure to like like you know work the job that you're passionate about it's like am I really passionate about anything like am I passionate about working period I don't know <laughs> so it's like <laughs> I'm just don't, uh, don't I just want to be hot and do nothing that's honestly my that's passion what I'm that's what I'm I just want the ba- the money to be deposited in my bank account I do whatever I want with it and I have to yeah, lift basi- <laughs> yeah just be hot and do nothing that's like the dream job <laughs> yeah but I mean <laughs> every job has like its downs and it's up like you might think one job is like much more glamorous than like the other jobs which some of them are better than others like of course but mm-hmm. each job like each job has its downs like it might like people look at like oh movie stars and like they have like the best life I mean they have a pretty wonderful life but like there's a reason why so many of them are depressed like because it's not just like glitz and glam like there's a lot of like stuff you don't see in the back which is like the same thing with like a regular job like you don't see every bad or every good thing with that job so Mm -hmm. you just kind of have to find like a job that you kind of can tolerate and gets the money that you want and like definitely I think a lot of people um in the beginning also focus so much on their job and they don't um yeah I mean like it's a job but you also need to find like hobbies that Mm. you really enjoy outside of work like I don't know don't make it your life yeah I know unless you want it to be unless you want it to be okay but I feel like no you shouldn't you shouldn't make your job your life (laughs) you know I can't tell you how to live your life but what I recommend is to find a balance and not have your life your job be your whole life I feel like that's I feel like that's where you see like the people you work with who've been there for years and they make their job their whole life you can see like the yeah, don't be friends the with anger they have in themselves and the hatred they have towards I don't know their life so yeah I'd try yeah. to find a balance <laughs> unless yeah. you'll be one of those people 
Yeah, you should definitely find like a hobby or like something that actually makes you happy. I know the other thing is a lot of people nowadays don't really have hobbies. Like it's just literally TikTok and the internet, which is fine. But you also need to find something like outside of that because that can also like have its own like mental health issues with consistently like scrolling on TikTok, which is something I really enjoy doing myself. So I'm not going to say like, don't do that. But like, you also need to find things that like, I think there's like a chart or something that I've seen once. It's like you need to find something for your brain, for your like mm. exercise, for your like mental mm. health, or like you need to have like a good uh, variety of things you do other than just like go to work, scroll on TikTok, go to sleep, go eat, and then yeah. like do the same thing over and over then for oh. like the rest of your 80 years. Like, yeah, to find like <laughs> something else. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice pie chart. yeah it was like a chart or something and you know what i did i just scrolled past it (laughs) of course but you 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 remembered some parts of it you're like but i don't want to play into this scroll (laughs) (laughs) no i've seen that chart a couple times like i it keeps Uh coming back so like it's trying to tell you something if it keeps coming back i don't want that i want my for you page to be funny i don't want that (laughs) mental health shit on my for you page i want it all (laughs) give it to me all gosh uh, yeah yeah I think there's just like a lot there's just like a lot of stigma that really isn't talked about in your getting your first job or pick even picking your major just like studying for school there just isn't it's not talked about because I think like people just like they just get it and they like deal with it and then they just move on so yeah that's what I think about it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah overall yeah I think these are some of our insights i feel like it's exciting though i'll, I'll give it that i think yeah like the pauses like i said i feel like it was exciting it felt like a new adventure every time i start like a new experience it's like exciting to me um but yeah when you get your first job i'm sure you'll be excited you'll have like oh you know the money rolling in consistently and then like yeah you're learning a bunch of new things so that's a fun thing to be a part of um yeah um I would say okay yeah some positives because I feel like these are all negatives some positives (laughs) are definitely like you get to learn new skill sets that you could be actually interested in um meeting new people getting new connections so like that could lead to like better and greater opportunities opportunities. yeah um making new friends with their coworkers, but like don't trust them that much (laughs) (laughs) I mean like you don't want to be like I don't know they're co-workers in the end technically yeah true you don't have to be their friend but yeah yeah um money yeah that's nice. money's always good um I think and I guess it gives you, work- give you routine mm, yeah but some people don't really like your routine like I don't really like yeah. routine to be honest I feel like it's very mundane I feel like everyone needs a certain routine but yeah I can see how a job itself might feel like a little restricting yeah but plus um I mean another positive is that if you work for a company that you actually like uh care about like if they're doing cancer research or like um helping like with new development or like environmental stuff like those are things like I would personally mm-hmm. be interested in so like if you yeah. find a company that you really like their uh like it matches your value set and stuff that you believe in strongly yeah I think, that I think you need really, a, like that's a really good aligns, important yeah. thing that you should look for in a first job as well um, if you can, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you can. Um, moving to a new city, uh, moving opportunities. Those are another positive. Yeah, love that. Exciting. Um, yeah, I think there's there's Ooh, like definitely a lot of positives. Um, obviously, like as humans, we look at the negatives <laughs> mostly, but um, in yeah, the but end, those like, are you... like solid things to look forward to for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to touch on like um. Let's say like you get the job you thought you were excited about and you all of a sudden feel like, okay, this isn't for me. I, I feel like uh, what is, I guess I'm asking you and then I have my own idea of it too. Like, what is your timeline where it's like, okay, I'm going to stick it out and see if I like it. Maybe this is just a, the hump of the learning phase or when is it like, you're okay, at this certain point, I really don't like it that I got to go. Is there like a certain timeline you kind of follow by or? Well, if you really, really, it depends like how much you don't like it. Like if you're having like literal panic attacks every day, like you need to immediately quit. But if you feel like you can are able to like learn and like uh, develop your skill set and you're okay with your coworkers, like I, they were telling me like it takes about like six months to a year mm. to feel like you're fully developed in whatever job you have. But I would say, like, if you still don't like your job or you're, like, thinking about switching, I think, I would say, like, a year and a half. Like, if you absolutely just still don't like it, I think a year and a half is, like, a good um, timeline. Plus, you're not, I think that the mm -hmm. other stigma is, like, once you leave your first job or, like, you want to completely switch to a different job, you're not really too old to do anything. Like, literally, like, if, like, if you're, like, 40 or 50 not I'm, not that I know 40 or 50 year olds are listening but like it's never really like too late to like switch to a different like career path or like mm -hmm. do something else you like but yeah. if you really just don't like your job I would give it like a year and a half because it takes mm -hmm. about like six months to like really like get comfortable learn anything I mean learn everything yeah. basically or like yeah the amount they want you to learn so I would say like a year and a half and then yeah after that, I would switch to, like, something else. Or you could do it simultaneously. Like, if you are a year and a half in and then you don't like it, but your other, like, or whatever you think you would like better, you can, like, study for it at the same time. And then once you think you're ready, you can, like, quit. Like, once mm -hmm. you find that other job. But I would yeah. say, like, a year and a half. Yeah. I Yeah. I, I feel like I, I was giving myself, like, a time, like, six months to a year I feel like it's always nice to have at least have one year of experience out of place but obviously if you really hate it and you're like hating your life and everything's like going downhill then sure leave sooner than later but I think mm -hmm. at least six months do like a six months checkup and see like where you're at like can I talk this for another six months or am I really trying to get out of here and then if you can at least stay a year before switching yeah ideally. so kind of like but yeah I think that's I a feel good like time. our answers are kind of like the same like Similar. six months to like a year-ish yeah yeah because like then you're just like yeah. miserable yeah like, you're just you're just like like why are you even yeah. like doing it then you're just like, like at a certain point money's not enough like that can't just be your only like yeah. mm -hmm. reason you're staying yeah yeah exactly but, um, I feel like another like thing that probably like makes people hesitant to try to leave is that they're scared of like another change and starting something new and also just like not believing in themselves like oh am I gonna land another job anywhere else at all I feel like those are like at least uh, that's what was running through my mind <laughs> when I was at my year mark I was like oh 
I don't know if I have enough experience to like move on to a different type of job, but I feel like there's always like a job available for you. So I think you should just go for it and try not to get those thoughts. Yeah, it's definitely definitely easier said than done because it is like a scary transition. Like you're, you basically went to university for it and then you did your year or two experience or training for it and then now you have this job and you feel like you wasted all this time and now it's like scary to like move on to something completely new where you basically have to start over and like learn all these new skill sets Mm -hmm. but you have to think about it like you're already miserable like you can't be I mean you could get oh you could always get more miserable but um you could always get less miserable you have to think about that yeah you just have to try and see yeah because make the change most likely you will be less miserable if you make that change Mm because you know i mean you already thought about it like you must be like on the fence or like thinking about like how you just just like don't enjoy this anymore or ever did or whatever yeah um yeah i think that's another factor that a lot of people like will just not take that jump because they're they're really scared that it's too late or they wasted too much time or they put too much effort in it but i don't know man it's just a freaking job Mm -hmm. yeah and it's your life like why waste it even more time if you know you need to make a change just to feel better and stuff so i think it's worse that's true it can always get better but but it can also definitely get worse (laughs) just remember that (laughs) no it could it could definitely get it would definitely get better if you're like switching because you're already having a horrible time so you can only go up from here <laughs> yeah there's no hurt in trying to switch your job if you already feel like it's really bad there's no hurt in trying to change it basically and like yeah go for it plus, just to, yeah yeah plus you can always go back like yeah you already have you already have the experience you already have the education you can always go back to your miserable job that's very true that's very true as long as you're in good standing yeah as long as <laughs> they don't complain yeah. <laughs> yeah if you have like those things i think you're good like you can like make that jump and you'll be fine yeah okay um what would you tell yourself now that you've gone through all this experience like what would you tell yourself when you were finally like first applying to jobs and like advice you would tell them if you haven't already said it i guess I think I would tell myself to yeah you're you're actually gonna be extremely depressed at this oh my god yeah (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna have a horrible time and you'll just be like okay I guess I have to live with this but things things are not that permanent as they seem I would tell my okay this is what I tell myself I would tell myself (laughs) that you can always change like you shouldn't like okay. be so focused on like that <laughs> you shouldn't be so focused on this job and like because mm-hmm. at the time I felt like it was too permanent like like I told you in the beginning I felt like okay this is gonna be my job and I have to do this for like 60 years and then I'm gonna freaking mm-hmm. die like mm-hmm. I thought it was too permanent which it, it isn't obviously I, like I've moved on yeah. from that mm-hmm. but um yeah things are not that permanent plus I think you should really focus on things that you actually enjoy rather than than what you're tricking your what you're basically like tricking yourself into believing you should actually do that's what I would tell myself Mm. I would tell myself all those first things too though to be honest (laughs) 
a little bit of everything yeah <laughs> you got the angel on one side the devil on the other side there you go i just full devil full no oh vatican God. over here no. gosh what would you tell yourself hmm i would tell myself i think yeah like listen to your gut if it doesn't feel right don't go for it and then um just understand like you are capable you're gonna feel like you don't know anything which is normal and that it's gonna be tough but you're capable and you can get through it and don't take things like don't take it personally on yourself just like enjoy the process and yeah <laughs> that's what I would tell myself I guess and also um yeah critical care isn't that great it's not that exciting okay <laughs> I mean, so we both <laughs> like it's it's like it's exciting but it's like I, I don't know I feel like I really put on a pedestal I feel like nurses will put on a high pedestal when it's it doesn't need to be it's literally just a job and I don't know why people like thought it was a well sought after when really you're suffering at the job itself so it's like you know you pick your poison but yeah <laughs> yeah I think that's what I would tell myself <laughs> yeah we we left we left this conversation on a on a truthful note that's what we left it on an honest note we love that yeah people don't tell you the truth this, this is real facts facts right here yeah. facts for sure facts not fiction <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna start a new segment that we've never done thus new segment um and it's gonna be called five beers where where <laughs> <laughs> shouting where Yes. Uh, basically we're gonna decide on a location and we're gonna argue the point like oh can you literally actually have five beers at this place like in public or can you not mm-hmm. and then we're both That's gonna it. take a stance so yeah, we're gonna whether or not it's our actual belief this doesn't have to be our true opinion but we're just gonna argue yay or nay yeah really like... yeah we don't believe in public public drinking <laughs> yeah no Keep it safe, no, you guys. Yeah, it's just hypothetically. No, <laughs> this is just hypothetic talks uh, and considering both sides of the arguments. <laughs> yes. So our first location we thought of is, of course, the Vatican. Where else? Mm-hmm. Wonderful and... place. <laughs> Wonderful place. Uh, Binder very, blessed. <laughs> very blessed. Very, very sacred. <laughs> very... Wonderful architecture. Mm-hmm. Very just... blessed. Uh, makes you want to me... crack a beer open apparently Ooh, makes you want to crack five beers open actually me i'm going with yes jennifer's going with no you can't have five beers i'm going with yes you can have five beers publicly at the vatican <laughs> <laughs> um, okay okay why why do you say we can't have five beers at the vatican okay first of all what is the vatican for the people who are um, unaware it is oh yeah the uh, vatican is <laughs> Uh, a big independent city state yeah in rome italy and basically it houses the priest and like people of the catholic you know religion are very uh strong in their beliefs there and it's like a big historical side of you know priests from before our time I, i'm not really great with history but that's the basic gist of it so obviously when there comes a holy land there is a questionable thought about drinking especially five beers in public yeah they drink wine i'll give them that on uh certain times they give bread you know but wine's not beer so i think it'd be it'd look a little odd walking around uh in the the temples with the five beers in your hand so i think that's the first obvious one <laughs> okay why i say yes you can have five beers first of all i've been to the vatican not so not to flex or anything but 
I've been there too. I've been to, okay, I've been to the Vatican and I don't remember them uh, checking your bags. So technically <laughs> you can take five beers in there and they sell those little like, oh, like you don't know if you're drinking wine or some, I mean, drinking beer, little, you know, those covers. So you can put anything in those covers and it'll look like you're drinking anything. So technically you can have five beers there. Technically, technically, okay. you can't have five beers there. Okay. So you've been to the Vatican, right? I've been in the Vatican, and you've been inside yeah. like the actual, they call it not a temple, uh, like the the church. Church. church, yeah, <laughs> the church. Um, if if you remember, like when they're like doing their services, shit is quiet. Like aside from when oh, the organ is playing, true. you're right. You walk it, around, you hear your feet clicking, you hear every single thing. So you're trying to be as quiet as possible, not to like interrupt the service. So imagine you clunking around here <laughs> popping open open beer. yeah slurping and like burping all around oh you're gonna cause a scene and the priest himself might call you up to the altar to be a uh, executed <laughs> or i'm not sure they do that there but you know what i'm saying you know <laughs> so that's no, definitely execution that's a that's a good one I feel like that's like a thing in Vatican City. <laughs> Maybe in the olden days. Now you know. Actually, no, yes, in the no. Romans they go hard. In the they, Bible, yeah, you they did that, go hard on the execution. Yeah, they crucified. In twenty twenty three, they go even harder on the crucifixion if you drink five beers. But this <laughs> is the this is the life hack. Okay, let's see. You gotta make a distraction, obviously, to open cold ones <laughs> with your boys. So. You know, like those little kids that just are like sometimes screaming. You gotta, you gotta have one of those. You definitely need to have some sort of distraction, or like a screaming little kid, or like <laughs> you drop something. Or I think the Vatican's pretty big, so if you go in like the corner, I think they have a gift shop too. So like maybe find like a quieter area to open the cold one, and then now <laughs> you can enjoy five five cold ones with the boys. <laughs> interesting 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 hmm. um, what else why else you should have five beers why you can have five beers i don't know how like i know like in america you can do anything basically can you just oh. do anything in italy <laughs> well, that's where you're wrong <laughs> that's where you're wrong. you see how this the uh, special little island is a uh, thoroughly uh having the holy spirit and their minds and the priests or whatever I think uh, they'd probably be very, you probably cause people to pass out seeing you walking around here with alcohol in your hands. They'd be like shook, pass up to the ground, cause a scene. Can you? Can you, you even drink them. like publicly in Italy? Because you can drink wine everywhere. But I feel like Vatican is a special place. Bro, no bag checks. If you open those cold ones quietly, that's the hard part. That's going to be the hard part because you have to open five of them quietly. Um, unless you go in with them already in a flask or something or in a water bottle. Then flask. In a hydroplast. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. Put the five in a hydroplast and now you can have five beers at the Vatican. <laughs> You know, what would be really disappointing, though, because I'm sure you and your boys would want to get a picture with you and your five That's beers, true. but 
your beer cans are nowhere to be seen because they're hiding in your hydro flasks and, as you and, and going inside some of these places they won't even let you take pictures of certain areas so that's as soon as you true. take a picture they're gonna, they're gonna kick you out no you're right that's true so that's hard Bro, i think i think you're winning i think honestly you cannot have diapers <laughs> at the Vatican. like i can't think of another way you can open it quietly that's like the biggest like that's like the biggest thing that's the biggest challenge here <laughs> opening five let's say you're with your boys now each one of you have five beards like how are each five of you gonna open five beers quietly that's like the hardest part honestly yeah <laughs> that and the risk of uh, public stoning and public execution <laughs> is uh concerning I'm just kidding, you know. No, it's for <laughs> real. If you go to the Vatican, you'll definitely get executed if you have five beers. <laughs> it's it's possible. It's possible. Okay, I think you're right. I think you can't. This one, this one goes to you. This one is says you can't have five beers at the Vatican. Wow. <laughs> How sad. How sad. <laughs> but yeah, yay. Yay to me, I guess. Woo. You, um, all right so this is another one of our segments that we want to include since we are fibers at carrie okay we wanted to talk about some <laughs> of our music favorites of the week and just share about it and maybe take a gander of what the next look could be of some of the songs but yeah these are some of the songs that we would want to uh sing at karaoke or here at karaoke maybe <laughs> these are good karaoke songs if you want any recommendations okay yeah you say that um, as a totally like instrumental song you don't even hear any Totally karaoke. only mild minds <laughs> only mild minds <laughs> um yeah. okay so my song it's like an old song like i rediscovered it i don't know yeah my song of the week i rediscovered it i don't know how i rediscovered uh-huh. it i think it's like maybe through instagram or something uh-huh. Uh, or tiktok but it's 3005 by childish gambino oh my I god <laughs> that one yeah but do you know the, all the lyrics uh, okay. i know the chorus i know that yeah i'm not gonna show you that part yeah, I know the music hold, video. Up, hold up like five times that's the chorus <laughs> hold up, hold up. <laughs> yeah okay, i kind of forgot that's a good song. Okay, you have to guess the new one. I mean, the next one. Okay. Okay. Uh, got no patience because I'm not a doctor. Girl, why is you lying? Girl, why you got Mufasa? What's the next line? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I heard that part. Oh, my gosh. It's a pretty easy part. Seriously? I don't know. You give up. Yeah, I give up. You got me insane? I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, mi casa su casa gotta strip it like Gaza. Oh! Mi casa su casa. Damn. I haven't heard that song forever. I know, it's an old one. It's a good one, but an old one. Yeah. Solid. Okay. Um, So I also was rediscovering some of my songs because I just haven't been listening to too much new music. But I think one of them that I really liked... um, I guess there's two that I really like that I rediscovered again, but one of them is by Love. We love Love. The song is called Feelings. <laughs> he has really like you know a sappy like depressed heart. songs. It's like poppy depressed. Okay, mm. so it's, it's kind of he just like love sick type song. But yeah, I like that one. And then the other one is also by um, Louis the Child and uh, Justin Instrumentals. 
<laughs> no, since we all have dreams. So there's some singing in there. I really like that one. Here, I'll, I haven't I'll... heard either one. Okay, which one do you want to try to guess from? Uh, I'll try to guess both. Okay, all right. Okay, so we'll start with love then. If you wanted to, girl, we could cross that line. No, we've been friends. What's the next line? <laughs> it's no, kind of hard. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It kind of it it it, it rhymes. Okay. <laughs> the next no, line we've been rhyme. friends. It it rhymes with friends. Yeah. No, we've been friends till the very end. Friends and is that your final guess? Un- no, we've been friends until the very end. Yeah, I would say so. Is it like close? <laughs> you got ends. You got end correctly. Okay. The next story was. So it's no, we've been friends, and love only knows broken ends. Uh, That's kind of hard to. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed the broken ends. <laughs> yeah, not bad though. You got ends though. You got the rhyming. I got part. ends. I got one point. <laughs> I got half a point. <laughs> okay, like, let me search to the next one. Okay, this one. This one is when I lose the child, right? Mm-hmm. Not that it'll make a difference here. <laughs> okay. Okay, this is also give you some. We all have dreams. At least got one. We all have memories. What's the next lyric? Does it rhyme with anything? No. <laughs> okay, we all got dreams. We all got memories. It's like we all have dreams. At least got one. We all have memories. This is kind of hard. There, I'm done. I don't. I feel like I feel oh. like this would be easy if these are raps. <laughs> yeah, the crafts are like so obvious. Yeah, that was a good guess. Though. I kind of felt like it would flow. <laughs> what is it? It's a. Uh, we all have memories that we can't return to. Oh. That's kind of hard. Bro, we strictly do raps. <laughs> even I don't even know what to say for that. With yeah. raps? Well, yeah, how to guess that. Because Childish, I mean, 2005 okay. is still kind of a rap. But Childish Gambino has, like, some thought behind his, like, songs. Like, Eric. I'm sure, like, Travis Scott isn't really, like, philosophizing his, oh. his <laughs> lyrics. Well, I hope you guys got some kind of interesting insight from our experiences starting our first job and also enjoyed our music recommendations of this week <laughs> and our arguments about the Vatican. Um, if you're on our Instagram at all, uh, follow us at five beers, the five, what, five beers at karaoke pod. <laughs> I always forget what we're called. I don't even go on there. I'm sorry, guys. But if you're, you know, interested, like our podcast, maybe go on there. We're going to maybe interact with you at some point and you can make the next suggestion maybe in the future of like, uh, some of our uh, segments, but otherwise, um, I'm glad you made it to the end. Um, we'll see you in the next podcast. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye.